Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks heading for the worst level of the session. This Business Flash brought to you by Bank of America Merrill Lynch, dedicated to bringing our clients insights and solutions to meet the challenges of a transforming world. That's the power of global connections. Merrill Lynch, Pierce Spenner Smith Incorporated member, SIPC. Now over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. And good afternoon, Charlie. That's right. Stocks are under pressure again today amid continued North Korean concerns. Dow's currently down 166 points. SBs dropped 31. Well, the Nasdaq declines by 119. The small cap 600 is down nine points and the U.S. 10 yield at 2.21%. Ten of the main 11 SB sectors are trading lower, led by losses in technology, consumer discretionary, and the financials. Only utilities gained. Nasdaq sink 84. Transports declined 81. Semis sink 24. And the VIX is higher by 35%. Leaders said the downside on the Dow are Apple, Goldman Sachs, and GE, while McDonald's led to the upside. After earnings, Chicago Bridge and Iron plunged as much as 35%. Dillard's fell 16%. Macy's dropped 10%. And Parago gained as much as 20% after its results. Note that Nordstrom and NVIDIA report after the bell. Live from the First of Bacon News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Chuck. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Clapton's got the blues. Blue Apron and IPO investors and venture investors might have the blues as well. Uh, Blue Apron uh, reporting a quarter last night that was... Well, let's call it interesting. I would look at that. Uh, Jing Chao joins us right now, Bloomberg News tech reporter. Um, uh, talk to me about what we saw from Blue Apron yesterday. Uh, it was this morning, actually. This um, morning, pardon me. No worries. Uh, so two things. One, there was a little bit of good news. They beat on revenue, but everything else was bad news. You had um, declining user numbers, declining order numbers, and the rest of the year is not looking so good. They have delays in ramping up production. They're going to push back uh, their plans for expansion, um, and they're seeing they're just not going to get a profitability anytime soon. One of my favorite things about when uh, Blue, I- Blue Apron filed for its IPO was just the sheer amount of people digging through its S1 looking for the figure of how much Blue Apron spends on podcast advertising. I mean, this is a company that burns through so much cash on marketing. What did that play into in terms of their earnings? So actually, they pulled back significantly on marketing in this quarter. Um, in the first quarter, they more than doubled marketing from the year before and actually spent more in the first quarter than they did the entire year of 2015. Wow. But for the rest of the year, we're looking at uh, about 15 to 16% of net revenue is going to marketing, and that's compared to 19% in the first half. Wait, so the, the quarter that they're doing an IPO, they spent a lot of money to make their look like, like everyone had heard of this thing? Because they were selling Blue Apron or because they were selling stock? <laughs> well, the thing is, is the kind of business Blue Apron is running, it's meal kits. It's not clear whether this is like a niche product or if it's going to catch up in the mainstream. So they really need to spend a lot of money to acquire customers. And so there's a strong correlation with new customers and marketing. Well, uh, let me let me let me 
edit that sentence. What if they, what if you had said not that they need to, but they have to? They, like, no, right, they do have that, to. That, that they haven't found a cheaper way to get customers. That they, you know, there are successful restaurants or ice cream shops or coffee places. You know, Blue Bottle Coffee is not their sponsoring podcast. They just put a little blue blue splash of paint on a front door, and people line up around the block to get this coffee. I mean, uh, to me, it speaks. You know. Not every business, and especially in food, has to advertise like crazy. Uh, and I'm not I'm not being the cynic and saying they were just advertising to try to get an IPO out the door. I would never say something like that, and I didn't just say that. But what I am saying is that the product clearly isn't selling itself. That's exactly right. Part of the problem is is that it is not actually a convenient product, right? You have to spend a significant amount of time actually cooking and prepping the meals, and that's one of the biggest you know customer complaints that has come to Blue Apron. And they're trying to work on that, but again, is this product, is meal kit, the entire category as big as people hope it was going to be? What are they doing to work on that? To work on the... To the issues that customers are complaining of. Because, I mean, I've tried Blue Apron before, and I made a mess of my kitchen. It is quite a lot to work with. Um, So so what are their plans to sort of alleviate those concerns that customers have voiced? Sure. So here's one one of the things that they're working on. Um, It's already released, I think, in sort of a beta mode. Uh, It is 30-minute meals. So the idea that you can actually prepare a meal in 30 minutes. Now, it took them five years to get to this point. Part of the reason is because they have to spend so much money on their fulfillment centers, and it's really, really challenging logistically. I mean, any restaurant business is fundamentally about the quality of the food. I mean, um, you know, I've seen the discount like crazy. You've seen the the podcasting, advertising, all the other advertising, and we're I'm thankful we have have a Bloomberg Markets podcast. We're very happy that they're supporting the world of podcasting. I will thank them for that, Uh, for speaking for all podcasts. We're glad to have the marketing money. Um, But I I think the, 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 you know, People eat. Cooking's fun. Cooking for people you love is even more fun. Um, and and it's in. But making that simpler, you know, it, it seems like it should be a fantastic model. And when your average revenue for a customer can be thousand dollars or more a year, you can see the appeal of this. When you, you know you think you can't name a lot of business where where you can take down thousands of dollars from a customer every single year. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think one of the things with Blue Apron is that, you know, they haven't been keeping up with customer demand for more options. So one of the reasons why cooking is fun is because you want to be able to choose what you're cooking. And thus far, Blue Apron has been like, here is a week, here is the week of recipes, here is what you're getting. And there hasn't been that much optionality. Now, they're again, they're working on it, but it's taking a lot more time than they expected. I would think and that would come with scale, though. I mean, I, I, I would respectfully disagree with that. I think one of the, one of the uh, great things about Blue Apron and Sunbasket and all the others is that you don't have to think about what you're going to cook tonight. <laughs> that, uh, you, all the decisions you got to make at work all day and the problems with your commute and all the other nonsense everyone has going on in their life, you can go home and say Blue Apron, Blue Apron or Sunbasket or whatever. They've said, here's what you're having tonight. Here are the ingredients. Here's how to make it. And here's part. Hey, the kids can do this part and the grownups can do this part and you'll have the meal on the table, as you say, in 30 minutes. And wouldn't that be great? Yes, but the problem with Blue Apron, I think, previously has been that uh, you can't get the meal on the table in 30 minutes. Right. You know, I've, I've talked to people who it's taken them two hours to get the meal on the table. And in terms of quality, by the way, um, because of their logistical challenges in scaling, and you're right, scale is really, really important, they've actually admitted that they've seen a decline in quality. They've seen uh, missing ingredients. They've seen more instances of, you know, wrong ingredients, that kind of thing. And, and that actually is hurting retention. Well, it's a, it's a fascinating business to, to read about. I'll tell you, when, it, when the, I was waiting for that IPO prospectus, and it was such a fi- fascinating read, and the way the numbers are playing out, also really interesting. Uh, Jing, thank you so much. Uh, Jing Chow, the uh, Bloomberg News tech reporter based here in New York.
And uh, so with me, of course, uh, Danny Berger, the host of Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. <laughs> 